Here we are in Phoenix, Wednesday of Super Bowl week, getting closer and closer to the big game, and one of the biggest guests of the week, two-time NFL Coach of the Year, head coach of the Washington Commanders, and, I was just told, the recipient of the 12th USAA NFL Salute to Service Award. You're the winner, Ron Rivera. <laughs> there you thank go. Thank you. No, thank you, guys. It's, um, it's an honor, as far as I'm concerned, because of the fact that my father served 32 years in the United States military, and really, my background as a kid growing up, all over the United States, all over the world for the most part, you know, being on in Fort Meade, Maryland, Fort Lewis, Washington, Fort Ord, California, um, you know, going to Fort Gulick, Panama, going to Heidelberg, Germany, you know, my education was through the military of the world. So very grateful, very honored, and really do appreciate USAA. How, mu- how much does, you know, we talk about it a lot with, like, football. It's got a military mm-hmm. aspect of it. Yes. You know, yeah, I mean, how much does that carry over to you in, in your experience? It carries over a lot to me because right. I've had s- several military personnel come out and speak to us. You know, I've, I've had lieutenant colonels. I've had three-star admirals, four-star uh, generals right. come and speak to our guys. I've had first sergeants who were double amputees who, who, who you know, lost both legs in, in Afghanistan come speak to our guys. And the biggest thing I've taken from those guys is about culture building the right type of culture. Um, and that is something I think that has helped us as we've gone through it, you know, whether I be in Carolina or now in, in, in Washington with the commanders. How has that helped you as well? Because I think you've done a great job of sealing off as best you can all the other stuff going on in the organization. Because it trickles through to the yes. players. They've talked about it. Yes. How do you use that experience to get them to forget about it, set it aside, and focus on the job as it stands for right now? Because that's really what I learned from, from these guys is it's about the job at hand, the task at hand. You've got to be able to focus in on and make sure you understand what's important and what's interesting. I don't ever want to downplay the things that happen, but for us, we can't impact it, we can't change it. What we can do is focus on where we are right here and now. And that's the thing I think uh, credit to our players. They've been able to compartmentalize things and you know, for three hours a game, just put it aside. For time to go into practice, be in that practice, um, being in meetings, being with your teammates, those were the things that we preached to our guys, try to get them to stay focused. So we try to keep things separate. Right. You guys always seem focused and, and, and ready to go. You know, you, you had a, a few wrinkles with, like, the yep. quarterback situation this year. I'm always intrigued by this, Coach. I don't know if I've ever really asked a, a head coach this. But when you're thinking about, you know, Heineke, Carson Wentz, all of that, you know, how, how stressful is, are those decisions as <laughs> head coach? Are you literally, like, yep. eating dinner? Do you have, did you flip-flop a few times? Just kind of take us inside your brain there. Well, you know, as we were going through this and really thinking about what we, what we wanted to do with the offense, you know, get the ball out, get it going vertically, get into the hands of our playmakers. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we felt we had a guy in Carson who could go vertical. Right. Um, when we lost Carson after the Chicago game and we went to Taylor, now it was about getting to these guys' hands as quickly as possible and then relying on the running game as well to take some of the pressure off of Taylor right. in, in, instead of forcing him to, 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 to make plays. And then you're right, you know, as, as, as we got later into the season and started thinking, you know, once a good time to do that, make that move, that's always something you're always thinking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it like it's just always? It's just like a pit in your stomach, and, yes. and then finally you just have a moment of clarity where you go, okay, I'm <laughs> going to make this move? Yes, you know, and that was really what came down to in, in, in trying to decide and giving Sam Howe the last shot in terms of starting and playing against Dallas was going through that for a couple of days, trying to decide. A couple of times I thought, well, you know, I'm going to go back to Taylor, and then thought, well, you know, after talking to some folks, decision, you know, and, and helping me with my decision – 
going finally going with Sam and giving him that opportunity to play against Dallas in the closer. Right. And now decisions need to be made moving forward. How much of Sam Howell's performance in that final regular season game helps you decide on what the path that the position is for 23? Well, you know, to, to, to answer that, Mike, the biggest thing we decide is he will start off as QB1. He will most certainly get the first opportunity. We go into OTAs and minicamp. You know, he'll be QB1. He'll fight for that position. We'll give him every opportunity to earn it, and we'll see what happens once we get into training camp and through it. And just so I understand what that means, because we've got, I think, an unprecedented quarterback musical chairs coming yes. in free agency. You're not in that this year. No. You're out of it. No, I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, is, is we have to find a guy to come in that's going to compete, you know, but in terms of finding a guy that you're going to it's, it's going to you're going to have to spend a lot of capital on no we're, we're not looking for a guy we got to spend a lot of capital on we're looking for a guy who's going to come in and compete first and foremost so exact opposite of last year when you guys called yes. every team literally which yes. was smart let's yep. find out who's available that's not your business this year it's Sam Howell with a veteran backup which you'll, you'll find sift the, it out once the yeah, the, we, the music stops and the starter spots right. are all filled we want to find the right situation a guy that can come in and, and be that supporting guy that can really help him grow and become the guy that gives you an opportunity to win football games. All right, let's get to some fun stuff here, all right? Because you're a defensive guy. You played defensive football in the NFL. You were on the 85 Bears. You've been a great defensive coordinator. You're a defensive-minded head coach. Is the rules that the quarterback hits right now driving you crazy? Because yes. it's driving me crazy. We call it uh, nothing the passer instead of roughing the passer. How are you? De- I mean, uh, to me, it's chopping a leg out from yeah. defensive coaches and the intimidation factor. Yes, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, that, that's really kind of come throughout the entire game is we've tried to try and do the right thing, find the right ways to make it safer for everybody. But we also have to understand at some point the guy's going to take a hit. He's right. going to take a big hit. And no fault of the defensive player. So we just have to find that balance that says – what that guy did is, is, is football, or what that guy did was beyond football. Right. Like, I get the full body weight, and I'm talking about the full pick the guy I up, got turn, you. and dump it. Right. But when you're just running a, a, a line stunt, let's say, and you win, you're completely free, and the next thing you know— You're just hitting the guy. You're hitting the guy. Right. We have, to, we have to be able to find out what that balance is because this is an entertaining game, and if the game is played the right way, yeah. and, and we've taken all the safeguards— Okay, and those things happen. That's sure. part of football. That's great. Yep. Then let's 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 do that. So you feel like we've gone a little too far here? I, I think we have. I think we yeah. have to, we have to find what that what that right Happy line medium is. is. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, and part gotcha. of the problem too is the rule says expressly, when in doubt, throw the flag. Yeah. So if there's any doubt, they throw the flag, and I think that's one of the things that needs to be ironed out. Well, Why do we rely on doubt being resolved in favor of saying, okay, I don't, I'm not sure what I saw, so it's roughing the pass. Yeah. And and I think that. That's where we have to be careful because if it looks like it, okay, but it doesn't smell like it, maybe it's not. Yeah, so right. Let, let, we have to really find and, – and maybe, who knows, maybe it's using technology. Maybe being able to go back and saying, you know what, I have to challenge that. That has to be uh, maybe a tool that we may have to go to. Well, and there's been talk that that's yes. going to be on the table. It sounds like yes. it's something you'd support. I would. I, I would most certainly like us to find the right solution to that and use the technology to help us. I mean, we had we had a game this year, a couple games yeah. that, that would have yeah. – Yeah. That, yeah. That, well, yeah, <laughs> well we that's know. my next question because there's certain things you can't say publicly yes. after a game like that, and you did a good job of restraining yourself. <laughs> what, what happens behind the scenes generally well, when you feel like you've been – on the wrong end of a bad call. What, what do I'll, you do? What I'll do is I'll reach out to the league, and, and you know, and I know the people I should call. So I call the folks and I talk to them and say, look, you know, this is something we have to be smart about. We have to be careful about because you know, with everything that's going on, and and, and now get you know, betting's there. 
we've got to get this right. We, we've got to be careful because the integrity is the most important thing. And yeah. That's something we have to be well aware of. So we've got to find a solution to make sure we're getting it right. How do you feel uh, about full-time officials? I'm sorry, I had to get oh, that out. I'd love to have full-time. I really would. Just so these guys can constantly work their craft, constantly be focused in on what their job is and what they do in terms of, you know, this game. Because, you know, it is really one of those things that, you know, that, that their decisions impact careers. They impact winning and losing. Yeah, no doubt about it. A lot of people at stake there with those decisions. All right, last one. Just because okay. you're one of the three teams to beat the Eagles. Okay. Give us a, a little bit of a clue on what it takes to beat this team. Well, remember, we were, one of, we were the one team that beat the Eagles with the same quarterback. Oh, baby, I like it. <laughs> no, and, and again, <laughs> I, I got tremendous respect for who Philadelphia is. I really yeah. do. Um, and one of the things that we felt we had to do is we had to control the ball. Right. We had to control the clock. If, if Jalen Hurts is not on the field, okay, it's hard for them to score. Now, their defense could score because they've got tremendous football players, right. but that was the thinking. So we ran the ball 49 times against Phenomenal, them. I know. And, and that was able to really kind of keep the game. Third and fours, exactly. third and twos. So if you can get yourself in that type of situation where there's quick throws that get the ball yeah. out of the quarterback's hands and guys going forward right. and keeping the clock going, that may be you know something that, that could be very beneficial. Right, Coach, it's always great seeing you. Congratulations. 12th Annual Salute to Service Award winner. It is Ron Rivera, two-time USA. NFL Coach of the Year. Commander's Head Coach, all the best in 2023. We look forward to talking to you, and we'll be back with Cowboys receiver. Don't let him see Ron Rivera. Cowboys receiver C.D. Lamb when PFT Live continues right after this. Nothing that says on Christmas Eve you can't make third and six. Snap back. Throws the ball deep to the middle. Lamb at the five. Stop. Spin. Dances in. Touchdown Cowboys. Snap to Prescott. Looking right. Looking middle. Throwing right. Touchdown C.D. Lamb. Wide open, two today for Lamb. Yeah, it's getting too easy now. There he is, a couple of touchdowns scored on Christmas Eve in that great game against the Philadelphia Eagles. C.D. Lamb, Cowboys receiver. C.D., welcome. Appreciate it. Second team All-Pro. Yeah, baby. On his way to first team All-Pro. Need that first. Need that (laughs) first. first. Right? Got any uh, no no you got any contract incentives as far as first team second team right now? Not yet. Nothing to do with it. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> no, to do Maybe with in the next deal. <laughs> yeah, potentially. You're up for one now, right? Yep. Three years yep. in, you're good to go. Yeah, I'm good to when go. When are you gonna get it? I don't know. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner the better is what yeah, he's yeah. saying. Hey. We all like money. <laughs> Facts. You know. Facts. Right. Right. All right. All right. So let's just ju- let's jump off right there with what we saw. The Eagles. Like, give us, give us the C.D. Lamb scouting report. What's the secret, you think, to kind of beat the Eagles and, and you know, maybe for the Chiefs to win this game? you got to be aggressive to them before they start getting rolling towards you. And, I mean, granted, I see them twice a year. Right. You know, so our approach is going to be a lot more different than sure. anyone, like the uncommon opponent, should I say. So uh, as far as for us, it's about just going out there, being yourself, staying true to your, staying true to your game plan, their D-line is going to be a D-line. Right. So regardless of the situation, you just got to stay true, stay on schedule, stay on time, and you'll be straight. You seemed like you you guys took the avenue of we think we can throw the ball on them, right? There's been mm-hmm. some talk. I don't know if you've heard that this week. Brandon Ayuk at the 49ers was like, I think the Chiefs are going to be able to throw. They can. Yeah. They and can. You, you, so you felt like there were some favorable matchups for you guys in that department? Most definitely. And uh, What was it exactly? It's really just more so the coverage, right? Um 
we like our matchups regardless of who plays us man, right? right. Um, yeah. Nobody Dallas, can play you man. You not necessarily. Right. I like me uh, regardless. But right. um, it's it's, and then you got guys like as far as in this game, in this game plan, you got. You just gotta you gotta weigh your options, right? I mean, third down and distance is important. Yeah. You know, uh, that all plays a factor in a, on how they're gonna play you. You know, in a in a situation to where like you gotta play where everything favors yourself. You right. Know? Take your take your three yards. Take right. your five yards. You, you know, gotta stay in third and yeah, four so facts. they can't blitz and that exactly. D line can go crazy, crazy and all that crazy they go stuff. Crazy, bro. So that's what the coaches preach to you kind of all week is stay ahead of the chains. You gotta stay on schedule. Right. You have yeah. to stay on schedule. Right. I'm gonna throw a quick curveball at you here because when you came into the NFL, Kyler Murray was lobbying for the Cardinals to draft you. You're close with Kyler. Mm-hmm. How's he doing after the torn ACL and just kind of a weird year? I'm always concerned. I feel because I feel like he's like my son. Like I've right. always been concerned about Kyler and want the best for him and hope he's doing well. How is he doing now? Oh well, man. Uh, he's in great spirits. Uh, he's actually moving around, of course, but. Uh, you know, as you can tell, he's a he's a competitor. Um, he already thinks he can run. He's he's trying to he's trying to be too ahead of schedule. I need him to you know relax a little bit, but definitely been checking up in in on him um, before our playoff game and everything. Just kind of making sure he's all in great spirit and that he is. How about your your own quarterback? Right, there was a lot of talk about him there. It was a little bit of a roller coaster ride there. Right. Dak, the passing game, all mm-hmm. of that. You. You know, where do you think his frame of mind is right now? I mean, do you think some of the scrutiny he gets is deserved? Like, how does that kind of play in the locker room? I wouldn't say deserved. I don't think anyone deserves the criticism that he gets. Yeah, and I feel it like goes too overboard. It goes, like right. they're crazy, bro. Because if someone, if someone I don't know, I don't know. I mean, granted, he it's the okay, Cowboys. Okay, I get one. it. Okay, right. right. So if anyone, Dak wasn't the leading interception thrower, whatever, last year. And I guarantee you, whoever was did not get what he was getting. No, Matthew Stafford was, actually. And he won a Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> the interception thing's overrated. I'm, 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 That's I'm, not, bro. Like, he plays a great defense, right? So, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to understand, it's football. A lot of other people get paid to make plays. But the way that he gets talked about is crazy. Like, it's, it's wild. Yeah. I don't think he deserves it. But Does I mean, it affect him? He'll fool me. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> because the way he comes in week in and week out, regardless of the situation, it's all on. You can't think about last week. You can't think about last week. You got to focus on it now. You got to do, you know, be be where your feet are. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, and he's he's a big advocate of that. And he he's I've learned so much as far as like letting the past be the past and living in the present. I've learned so much from him just off of how he's performed this year. You know what I'm saying? Just understanding like he he'll, he'll go through two picks here. And then the next game, he'll give you four touchdowns. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, bro. And that game against the Buccaneers. Right. That was Phenomenal. as good as he's ever looked. Right. That's that's the crazy. I mean, just seeing how the media react to to Dak is, is one of the funniest moments, quite honestly. It's just, I don't I don't say much, but I, I see a lot, right? So, yeah, right. Just looking, I, I watch how he play. Of course, I'm there, but... I go look at the I go look at the media. Everybody's Dak this, Dak that. I know. After a good game. Yeah, I got you. No, listen, I, we're, we're ones that be yeah. there that are defending him a lot of the times. Going, we, yeah, we don't really crazy, get it, bro. It'd be, it'd be, and then I the next week I see the same names. Right. Kind of weird to me. Weird yeah. energy. I hear you. There's a little hater going on there with Dak Prescott. I don't really get it either. We kind of I think. You know, and, and not to say he was perfect all year long. Yeah, we know he had all. some bad games, whatever. But uh, I hear you. It goes overboard. All right, so let me ask you this, too, because this is something we talk about a lot as well. Like, your owner, 
He's awesome. Mm-hmm. We know that. Absolutely. But do you guys, as like a team, feel the pressure? You know that hey, Jerry's getting older and he's getting desperate, <laughs> and you know he wants one. I mean, we feel it. I feel like in our business, does, does the locker room feel it? We want one for him. I know. It's not yeah. like we just gonna go out here and be like, oh yeah, we're gonna blow this game. Sorry, fellas, it's a new season. We're just going to blow this game, and it's going to be in a division round again, so just get ready. Yeah, nah, that's never the case. But uh, just always just being out there, understanding the situation. Like, bro, we we haven't had a Super Bowl come through here since 1993. Yeah. I see this. 95. Five. Yeah. I'll get you right. Don't worry. No, I just – I'm not even gonna snitch on nobody, but someone just told me. The that, 93. Don't worry. I'm, I, I, knew, okay. I, was I, thinking, I was thinking five. Lots I was of money thinking, to be the I expert. I was thinking five, so but <laughs> it was before you were born, so it doesn't someone, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was obviously. Well, it was actually here in Arizona. They beat the Steelers Super Bowl 30. I was here as a 15 year old kid. Way to tell on yourself. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I was that. 30. I dig that. I dig that. But uh, yeah. most definitely. We got it. We got Dallas deserves one, and I don't think it's a city out there that you know really deserves one even more. I mean, we got everything we need. We have the players, we have the coaches, we have the plays. Yeah. It's all about us going out there and actually beating whoever we play in the division around, move on, and then continue our legacy. Yeah. 49ers each of the last two years, the final game in the postseason. Which one hurt a little bit more? Second one. Why? Division one. It's my first Last time year there. was a wild card, right? Yeah, yeah. The second, the second. I mean, they both hurt. Don't get me wrong. I hate losing, and I hate not, you know, going to the big game. And it's the second time I've been in the playoffs and not been able to, you know, get a stretch going and losing to the same team. Um, and they always say it hurts the farther you go, too. The deeper does. you go, it does. It's just it make, a lot it's worse. Like, like, you're working extra hard for something that you're so close to. You know? What about them is that gives you guys an issue? Like, what, what is it about? I mean, I know they're talented just like you guys are. Right. I feel like that's the that's – the, if any team will match up with us, well, it would be San Fran. I yeah. Mean, you go look at their roster, you go look at our roster, it don't get no better than that. Right. A lot of freaks on the field. Okay. Most Since yeah. we're talking about that game, please explain to me what Uh-oh. the hell was happening on that last play. What would, was supposed to happen? I got a question. What did you want to happen? <laughs> well, yes, I wanted get him, a touchdown. All right. We're trying to get a touchdown. <laughs> All right. But, but I've yes. never seen – I was called the Stanford Band play. You're familiar with the Stanford Band play from the Cal-Stanford game 1982. Okay. But it never got going. Yeah. What was going to happen after they, Turpin caught the ball? They really, they really switched, right? So we had the coverage we wanted. They called a timeout because it was really – it was looking actually pretty good to get going, and then they went man-to-man. So right. as soon as we got the ball started, they made the play, and it killed everything. Right. right. It just looked weird because Zeke Elliott got pancaked exactly. and the ball. Exactly. But yeah. Zeke, Zeke was going to get taken out regardless. Zeke was a blocker. He wasn't even going to be a part of the play. So, oh, where, was, okay. where, so where was Turpin throwing the ball? Where was he? What gonna, was he going to do if he had? He was going to be Terp until Terp ran out of juice, and then we we're going to just get going. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's telling you to shut up. He was going to go as far as he could. He was going to well, toss just, that damn thing. I'm just, right? I'm just, no, no, no. I love the idea. When I, I saw Zeke playing play. center, I love the play. idea. But Jimmy Ward just shut that down. <laughs> All right. Now next. Now is the important part. All right, I know you can. You went to Oklahoma. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, you know all that crap. All right, that damn school. I'm so sick of you guys. All right, all right, but you're doing awesome playing football in the NFL. You're one of the best receivers in football. But I don't know about your game selling Old Spice. So let me see that go right now. Man, come on. First of all, <laughs> you don't have. You gonna have a lot of people in your corner tell you a lot of great things, right? You'll have someone. But you're never going to have anyone that really tell you that you're kind of 
you know what I mean? You ain't smelling, you ain't smelling too good, like you know that you normally do. And Old Spice got this new deodorant with the swagger. It gives you, you know, it's very long lasting, twenty four seven. Your back's out on swagger, though. Yeah, I mean, most this, yeah. But I gotta have a smell with me too to top it off, you know. So mm. just definitely, you gotta involve that. And Old Spice is definitely get you right. Yeah, it does. I'm a big fan. In fact, my pits are sweaty right now. Yeah, and thank I, you. You, might, you might need some. I do. I, I smell good. I've been no, sitting next to him all week. Hey, CD. I've been sitting next to him all week. He does. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you root for on Sunday? Do you root for anybody? You got Jalen Hurts playing, Man, but it's Eagles. the Eagles. Oh, it's confusing. I don't root for nobody. I'm just watching the game. Right. Well, you will it. watch the game, though? A lot of times guys I'll just want to watch. Bit, watch. I'll watch the first half and then watch Rihanna and then I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure as hell I'm going to – I'm sorry, excuse my language, but I'm oh, going to figure good. out. I'm yeah. going to know who's going who's to win a Super Bowl, and congrats to them, but don't care. Damn, is it just because you're just bitter or you just don't want to watch it right now? or A little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of both. All right. I like that attitude. I'm down with that. Well, hey, CD, we appreciate – some of your time. We appreciate what you do. Thank you. We hope you get rewarded appropriately this offseason. Oh, he will. Appreciate it. And appreciate we, uh, it. we hope to not see you next year. Please. Yeah. Seriously. As much as I like you guys, yeah. I hope I don't. I know you, you like me and him. I know you do. But, damn, come on, man. Make a run. Yeah, Let's facts. go. Let's go. All right. On. There he is, C.D. Lamb, Cowboys receiver. We'll be back with more PFT Live right after this. presence of mind to spike the biggest catch of his life right into Buddy Ryan's snout. I mean, it was just perfect. <laughs> There's Peter King commenting on that moment from the 1993 playoffs. The ball was thrown by our next guest, former 49ers and Chiefs for a little while, quarterback Joe Montana, one of the all-time greats. Joe, it's great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, How's I appreciate it, going? it. Thank you. Always good to be here. A legend. I mean, I feel like we can't be at the Super Bowl without talking to Joe Montana, <laughs> you know, even oh. though you made me cry a lot as a kid. Do you know that? <laughs> you know, you really did. You know? Oh, I don't know. It's a love-hate relationship. Yes, between. it was for a long time. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier, Joe, the 80s. The 49ers, the Giants, Washington, Bears. Dallas was still yeah. relevant. The Bears. I mean, what a time for football. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Right? Well, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> when Jim Burr wasn't crushing uh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was. I mean, we, we had some great rivalries going on. I mean, even the Redskins were playing well, too. Yeah, you had right. Into there. The NFC was pretty strong back then. Did, and did, Saints. And, yeah, did you feel like it was more personal then? Like we were talking about it a little earlier, like he was saying, where you know now with like salary cap and free agency, where I feel like there was genuine like I don't like the Giants and those guys <laughs> there, and like I felt like Dad was the same was, towards the 49ers. You know, it was for the longest time, right? And it's so funny when you talk about your dad. You know, we had this thing going back and forth, and neither one of us knew why, until my wife asked me, "Why? Why don't you like him?" I don't know. She goes, why don't you go up and talk to him? <laughs> and I did, and we've been good friends. We've been good since. friends ever he since. He couldn't figure it out either. I don't know. Maybe we just played against each other, and neither team liked each other. And and then he ends up, you know, 
working with the boys on throwing the football. Well, How about that? Well, let me see Some if I my can. Boys. Let me see. I, right. That's, yeah. It is crazy. It's full circle. Let me see. I think, I feel like I've heard him say this. Dad was quite animated when he used to throw touchdowns. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like he went like pump fist over at your sideline once. Shoot, he used to shoot. Shooting the guns yeah, yeah, or yeah, do yeah, that, yeah. right? <laughs> right? And then I believe it might have been the 88 game when you threw the long touchdown, touchdown. to win it, 17-14. Yep. Uh, yeah, I did it back. You went yeah. back, right? <laughs> yeah. I think that's where it started, which I wish we had Oh, that. no, no. It was long before that. It was going yeah, for that? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, you those, gave... they played us so tough and right. well. And, uh, yeah, it was fun games. Well, not f- fun games when you look back on them. They yeah. were, they were, were tough rugged. ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were. We had a good defense. They had a good defense. Can you believe the quarterbacks now, how they don't get hit like they like you used to? Are you envious uh, of that? Are you looking at it and go, I would have played 12 more, 10 more years? I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. I mean, when you look at it, it's at that level of – you know, when you get... Um, Jeez. We're bringing out all your greatest hits. Marshall, you can tell Jim. that my dad was on the Jim Giants Hart. and I'm one of the hosts of the well, show. Well, this is the one. Look, oh. Oh, I just dodged LT and I thought I had it Did made. you have somebody open, too? Did Jerry. You, you, Jerry was open? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then I just dodged LT and I'm going, yeah, in my mind. And I saw Jerry <laughs> and I was just getting ready to throw. And he uh, hit me with a full speed run. Oh, so. my gosh, right. Yeah. And it would have been penalized and you got a first down now. I know. Right? I know exactly. <laughs> the guy would have kept going. I exactly. tell him all the time that I don't know how his dad survived playing on that green cement. Oh, no. With the rules that were in place at the time. I go watch games from the 80s on YouTube, and just the way quarterbacks got hit, receivers got hit, the yeah. game was so much more brutal than it is today. And it's been a slow evolution. It's good yeah. for the game. It's good for the players. But I have even more respect for guys like you that lived through that somehow. Yeah, this, there's been an evolution over time. And he, well, even if you look at the game from 20 years before I played, you know, and, and before there were Super Bowls, you know, there's a guy that won 11 championships in, in the NFL. And um, it's just that, you know, the game's going to do that. And obviously so many injuries to and the head injury things are... Yeah. And there's enough injury in the game without. So they're trying to take out the big ones, the big hits, the big stuff where, like for a quarterback, getting that... Yeah, that pile driving that pile the ground. pile driving into the ground. Right. You know, you're, we're the only, you're the only guy get getting hit standing still right. by a guy who outweighs you by 150 pounds. Yeah, that's right. And so um, I think they get it. I, I'm all for hitting the quarterback. Just don't, don't overdo don't, it. Don't overdo it. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. Cause when, they're, when they start, when you get that feeling that you're off balance, then you know they're trying to, right. they're trying to hurt you. Pick you up way. and yeah. do the body weight thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, but the game's still fun to watch. It's, it's, who, who, like, what was the, I, I, I feel like we always ask you about all your great Super Bowl moments. I've never asked you, like, what was the best team you were on that didn't win the Super Bowl? What was the one team you look at to go, oh, you know, man, we were really good that year. and it well, just... we, were, we were really good in the year we lost to Washington, and we were a really good year. 83, you mean? That yeah. year, 83, you lost in Washington, right, in the championship yeah. game? Well, they had, we had two, like, phantom calls down the stretch to let them kick and win. Right. And they they, you, they were up 21-3 to three on you guys, and, and you came, came back, back, right? Yeah, and then right at the end we had – Two defensive penalties that put him in field goal that were suspects, but yeah, yeah. And um, the other one was um, the one where I got hurt. We just saw that well, that team was pretty good. Nine, too. Yeah, that was ninety. Yeah, right. Fourteen yeah. and two. And that was going for but three then, in a row. That would have yeah, been, that been, been three, three in, in a row. It felt like it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Um, we, we were pretty good that that whole stretch. You know, I would joke with Eddie. I go, well, Eddie, if I'd have stuck him around. <laughs> We might have won more what than a few one. More? more than one. <laughs> Damn, I like it. Give it to him, Joe. That's I'm right. Eddie's still a, 
uh, tremendous friend and, and yeah. uh, love him to death. Did you ever get nervous? What was the most nervous Joe Montana was? Joe Cool. What was the most nervous you were in a football game in your life? I would probably say the first Super Bowl we went to because yeah. you just don't know what to expect. And when you get there, and then you get here and it's craziness. Right. And, you know, you're doing it for the first time. Um, and then, you know, once the, the game kicks off, you can, you get hit once and then you're like, oh, you're a, oh God, football. I know where I am. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> better get back over here. So. Joe, who's the guy now playing quarterback that reminds you the most of you? You know, I don't ever try to compare. I just watch guys for what they do. Um, they're all so different. I mean, you look you look at, and then, damn, they're big. Right? Oh, my gosh. Right? I mean, look at Jalen. Yeah. Holy cow. The thickness. There's yeah, like a, there's more big. muscle structure to these I guys. Got, I, I got. I was standing next to um, the guys and with the Chargers. Oh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. It was like Man, RoboCop. Hurting my neck. Like, <laughs> but, that, you know, they're fun. He's fun. The, you know, obviously, Josh is fun to watch. Yeah, Buffalo, Josh Allen. Yeah. You got Burroughs is fun. I mean, right. there's, there's a lot of good. Burroughs is the one that reminds me the most yeah. of you. Just yeah, cool, calm, gets it done. a lot of them play yeah. too much till the playoffs, yeah. Right. But, I mean, similar style, you know, kind of style, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, it's, yeah. it's amazing where the position's almost evolved from, yeah. you know, your now sidearm throws like, and back foot, right? Like all this stuff is like just part of the game where yeah. it was such no-nos growing up watching you oh, and my yeah. dad play and do yeah, that. Can't throw sidearm. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't throw off your don't back foot. Yeah. Don't throw don't late over the middle. middle. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now it's like every game. It's every a few year. times. Yep. Yeah, now you see it all the time. Joe's here on behalf of Advanced Auto Parts. Joe, tell us what you have going on with them. Yeah, no, they. We're just. Here, I'm just here to help them promote um, this promotion they got going. And uh, it's kind of a fun one. They call it the most uh, valuable play. So um, if any quarterback or any player... Um, throws a touchdown pass over 25 yards. If you're if you're registered for the promotion at advancedautoparts.com, right? Um, prior to the start of the game, Ooh. you have a chance to be one of the 25 people who win gas for life. I mean, not for life. Sorry, <laughs> gas for a year, and a $500 uh, gift certificate uh, to advance. So, a little bit of a fun promotion. When you look at the playoffs so far, I don't believe there have been any in the playoffs over 25 yards. That's wow. crazy. Actually, yeah, you know, when you were year. saying that, I was yeah. kind of going through my brain. I was going, you're yeah. right. I don't remember a lot of And then deep- in, in the last 10 Super Bowls, there's only been five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And neither one of these guys have them. I would think it would have been easy money. Really. Yeah. I would go, oh, yeah. man, sign up. You're crazy not to do this. No, I think there's there might be 11 in the there might be 11. I can't remember the exact part of that, but I think it might be 11 in the playoffs, but neither one of these guys have one. Right. And, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a little fun promotion to keep you watching the game a little bit. Man, that's a really good one. All right, can I ask him one more Go fun ahead. one? Go ahead. I wanna, I've always wanted to ask him this, and, it's again, it's Giants 49ers related. When my dad and Ronnie Lott got in the fight after the game in the 90 Monday night game, right, you guys were both 10-1. and one. The seven three. Oh, here's Here we the go. clip. <laughs> there they Were are. you aware of this going on, or this going, or this building up to this during this week? No, not at all. Not at all. You no. had you had no idea. Do you remember this kind of going on during well, after the game at all? Oh, I, I heard about it after, but um, I usually got off the field pretty fast. Right. The kicker's in there trying to break. <laughs> Matt Barr's in there. There's Matt Millen in there. There's a lot of people. The story that my dad had always told is Jim Burt instigated it and was oh, telling the defensive guys that Phil had no respect for you guys through the years. 
right? I so, wouldn't doubt it if you know Jim. There's exactly. another kick. Oh, there's a, he's a he's, he's a piece a of work, funny, right? Funny, funny guy. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. In fact, we when your dad was working with my boys throwing the football, we we're working out in, in Jim his bubble in his bubble throwing yeah, the football in Jim right. Burt's bubble. Yeah. Right. So right. it was kind of crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, you made a little stir earlier this week by suggesting the 49ers go off the board. No Trey Lance, no Brock Purdy, but Jimmy Garoppolo back next year. Well, tell me it looks like they're moving on. Why, why do you think they should stick with Jimmy? Well, I, I say that with uh, one pretense is that if Purdy's not healthy. I think if Purdy's healthy, you, I think he, it's his job. You go with him. I don't know what's going on down with Jimmy. I, I don't go down there, right. so I don't really I don't know firsthand. I would just say if it's me, I'm looking at Jimmy's already gotten and won big games for you and a lot of games for you trouble keeping him healthy but until you can prove that Purdy's healthy who, I mean who, you've got a team that's loaded well, you got yeah, Trey Lance that they gave up all that to get three first round picks uh, plus. do you think, do you think he's not he's ready? ready no I don't, I don't think he's ready yet yeah, I, don't I don't think, think he's 100 I don't think he's ready to take that caliber team talented kid and he might be partway through the year if he gets more starts I don't know but do you want to turn over a team that you want to get off to a great start right. with a guy where you still might have a question about. Right. And um, that's the thing is that there's a guy on your t- on your roster already. So I don't know how you I don't know how you get rid of him until you make sure the other kid they just tore. I think it's the Tommy John yeah, thing. Right. It? Yeah. It is. That anytime you do with a ligament in your arm, in your throwing arm, I mean, I tore this this off the bone, and that's this is a cake. Well, compared to what he's going to go through in right. rehab, but you know, obviously the medical advances have gotten better. But hey, I, I got a guy that can win. Maybe he gets hurt again. I don't know, but I, I can't discard him until I find out what's up with Purdy. It's amazing yeah. how stacked the 49ers are at a time when Very it's quarterback-driven. Yeah. The 49ers are loaded. They just need a quarterback yeah. that can get him over the top. Yeah, they need a Joe Montana. Yeah. This would be well, a good team for Joe Montana to play for. I was throwing balls in the Rose Bowl last Sunday. You feel good? <laughs> you getting it out there? Yeah, you know, I hit that 93-year-old guy right in stride. <laughs> stride. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> were, were you always a little surprised by the fact that the 49ers, you know, wanted to part ways with you as you were kind of joking about with Eddie DeBartolo? I mean, you won four Super Bowls. You're in the NFC Championship game. You're probably going to win if you don't get hurt because Steve fumbles the handoff when they're running the clock out, right? Are and, you? Well, they, and, the, and the thing was is that I just had one of the best years I had. That's And, and like, I didn't – Sports Illustrated uh, Sportsman of the Year. I mean, I, I remember know, I just it. Don't, I just – all I wanted was – Steve had a decent year the next year. Yeah. But all I said is, look, I just don't – to not play at all, you know, I don't get get it. it. I don't get it. You want me to compete for the job? Fine. But to put me as second, I'm not staying for that. Right. And you want – if you want to make the change, fine. I got it. But I know I'm better than that. And so I'm not going to finish my career sitting on the bench. Right. I went to find a place to play. And, and proved it. Dang, we should have won. Cha- oh. We should have gone to the Super so Bowl So 91, you were healthier team. to come back. Because I feel like oh, they was, were playing a little bit of like, oh, oh you I weren't healthy. healthy. You were. Oh, yeah. I was healthy half, at least halfway through the season. Right. Not more. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. There you all have right. it. Well, there it is. Straight from the horse's mouth. One of the all-time greats. Pleasure and honor to have him Thank here. You guys. Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Four all-time in the Super Bowl. The pantheon of all-time greats. We'll know. be back with more right after this. Great to meet you.
We are still rolling through the week here. Look at that. It's a middle finger. Look at tomorrow. Look at tomorrow. Justin Jefferson. You know what? I'm going to have to offer him something because he was the PFT Offensive Player of the Year. Oh. Now that Christian McCaffrey is getting I'll, a putter. Don't worry. I've already been researching I'm going to make sure you offer putters. now. Right. Emmett Smith, Tyler Lockett. I hope Emmett brings a bottle of tequila. Sean Payton on Friday. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we got a day. Justin we got two Fields, Miles Garrett, Tua still on the schedule. Boom. There are some folks in South Florida that are very dismayed by the fact that Tua is going to sit down with us because they regard us as haters of Tua. We love Tua. Tune in Friday to see what Tua says to us and what we say to him. <laughs> Looking forward to that. It's been fun today. It has. We thank everybody that stopped by. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, C.D. Lamb, Ron Rivera, Jill Montana. What a day. I feel like. Who like, sets these up? It sure I, isn't me. It sure isn't me either. <laughs> I, I, would, I'm, I actually like, I don't know how you feel, but is it me or do the players and Joe Montana just seem a little more relaxed and a little more willing to like answer questions that I'm like, I don't know if he's really going to answer this, but I'll ask it. I don't know if it is. It's two explanations. Right. One, they're doing so many of these that they just get worn down eventually. Probably. Or two, we're just really freaking good at what we do. Bam. I I don't know. Let's lean on that one. Okay. We'll go with that one. Damn, we're good. (laughs) Gosh, that's right. I I figured it was that. We make them comfortable. (laughs) We soften them up. You soften them up, yeah. and then I'll shoot. I'll slip in you, with you, one. We are a good yeah. combo yeah. that way. So, uh, and yep. then you'll just get them. To, you get them nice and loose, and the next thing you know, it's like I'm the, the, big, the microphone's not clown here. Animal here. We're I not gotta... even on the air. We're not going to use this. What? Nobody sees this, so right. it all comes out. Yeah. Uh, one more item about the Super Bowl. We were talking about this earlier. We talked about it earlier in the week. The Chiefs are they a dynasty? Are they not a dynasty? Andy Reid. I think this is from today, maybe from yesterday. Who knows? They're talking to the media every day. Here's Andy Reid talking about whether or not the Chiefs are a dynasty. Well, I don't know about that. I, um, I'm not really into all that. I'll let you guys, you guys deal with that. I, um, you know, it's important in our world that as coaches and players that you try to get better every, every day and that uh, you're only as good as your last game, and so, or the next game, I should say. And, and so we're, we're, uh, we're striving to focus in on this thing, trying not to look at all that stuff. Um, that's good when you retire. You can kind of go, hey, you know, they said we were a dynasty. Well, so, but right now, you don't let that get in here. You, know, that's, you stay away from that. He's very mellow today. Maybe he does need to drink coffee. We talked at the top of the show how he doesn't drink coffee. He's very loose, very chill, very relaxed. And you kind of see that four days away from the Super Bowl. I know. It's not one of them that you go, like, oh, it's too relaxed. It's like, damn, they seem confident they're and comfortable. Just, they're, they're here. Just, and, they know where they are. They right. know what they're doing. They know how to do it. And they know they're going to go get it done. Right. I, I mean, that, that, that's what's scary about them, like we've talked about you know, the last few days. The Eagles are, are better. But not by so much that the moment, the quarterback, the two weeks of game planning and all of that can't even the scales here. And, of course, he's the master of the bye week. I, don't, I'm, I mean, I don't know how you are, Mike. I'm kind of, I think, with Andy, you're, they're not a dynasty yet. This is a really special run. I think if they win, if they win Sunday, I think they are their dynasty. It might not be the greatest well, dynasty we've ever seen, but I think you can classify it as a dynasty. They're the closest we've seen to one since the Patriots. Right. It will be two in four years, right. three Super Bowl appearances in four years. Right. And I think we're getting to the point where we appreciate even more just getting here. Yeah. Three appearances means a lot. 
uh, the Bills, four straight years, you know, they were viewed as losers, but they still kept coming back. And I think now we recognize it's not the ultimate failure. You still got here. It's a big deal to get here. And I think they're going to keep coming back. I mean, how five straight AFC championship games at home in an AFC that feels like it's wide open. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, is it really wide open when you got Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? No, I, I think it'll, it'll take special people like Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert to probably upset that. But you know that's that's they're on the precipice here of yeah ooh, becoming a dynasty. Ooh, look at that! Look at that! Wow! And also like I think you know as we've kind of hit on a little bit, not only almost becoming a dynasty, but the way they're set up, yeah, it's like you're saying it just it looks like they're going to be here for a little while. You just go through the number of young guys on the football team, and really the majority of the team is young, other than Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. And it's not like they're that old that it's going to fall off anytime here soon. All right. In addition to Andy Reid and everybody connected to the game who's available to the media every day all week, the commissioner, his annual, they call it State of the League press conference. It's really not it. He talks for two minutes and he just answers questions. Mm-hmm. And who knows who's able to get a microphone. A lot of the questions feel a little bit canned, frankly. I don't want to get in any more trouble. I'm already in all the time. But there's a script that is followed and certain reporters get questions certain non-reporters get questions and there aren't a lot of times the commissioner's caught unawares of what he's going to be asked right some of the highlights he recognized that thursday night football was not good at times and he would not be surprised if eventually thursday night football games are flexed and that is a hell of a flex because you're talking short week like as it currently stands they have it constructed so they only have one short week obligation per team maximum per year I don't know how you would pull off Thursday night flex. Two weeks in a you got to pull yeah. them out two weeks in advance, yeah. right? Yeah. That's right. And I don't know. I just don't know how you would do a Thursday. They're going to start with Monday this year. I think it's a matter of time before everything's up for grabs. Like Christmas needs to be subject to flex. Yeah, I hear you. You could argue Thanksgiving that night game needs to be subject yeah. to flex. Yeah. If you're going to flex Thursday, we night don't need games, Rams Broncos in the maybe, middle game on exactly, Christmas Day. Exactly. Right, right. And I think maybe hidden in that unsaid. Tuesday and Wednesday. I just feel like it's a matter of time before we have Tuesday I'm and with Wednesday you, Mike. games. I'm with you. I hope that I hope it does go that way. I mean, I know you and I are in favor of standalone games, and you know, again, like we said a few years ago, they proved to us that they could figure out schedules and juggle things around that we could play Monday, Tuesday, and whatever. It's one of the else. accidental benefits. It of was COVID. COVID was an accidental benefit there, and and uh, I hope to see it. I really do. Uh, be be interesting to see when that does happen. How about this? Yeah. Asked about officiating. For us, the commissioner said, when you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. <laughs> bullshit, 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 oh, no, no, bullshit. No, 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 <laughs> Sorry, London. Uh, they're throwing the challenge flag on that one. Yeah, we have right. to throw the challenge flag on the officiating and the challenge flag in officiating and just... We just it, talked to a head coach in but, football but that look, told you officiating's look, a, look, a problem. I, I wrote about this within the past 24 hours as it relates to Mike Pereira, the Fox rules analyst right. agreeing with Aaron Rodgers' recent observation that TV buys up the best referees because the NFL won't pay. Yeah. Dean Blandino told me five years ago, the NFL doesn't value the position of VP of officiating. The NFL doesn't want to spend the money. Think back to 2012, and this is where the comment became relevant. Roger Goodell, as the replacement official dynamic 
took root. Right. He boasted multiple times the replacement officials will be every bit as good as the regular officials, and they were horrible. People at 345 Park Avenue were stunned that it didn't implode sooner than it did. Remember the Phil Mary game? And then course, three days later, it course, was all later. fixed, and right. Gene Steratore came out. Yeah. yeah, the big boys are back. Yeah, yeah right. you thought the replacement officials were better than us. Yeah, suck it. That was the attitude. <laughs> yeah. And we know, we know that there are flaws. We know it needs to be improved. We know that full-time officials would help. We know it. We talked about it yesterday with Peter King. Yeah. The idea that single dad, got kids, has another job, and then finds an hour on a Wednesday Ron night Robert to review Burns film. I mean, come it. on. Yeah. Come on. It's your the only professional focus. If you take something, I practiced law and did this for a while. I wasn't as good as either, at either. Now that all statutes of limitations have run on any malpractice claims, I wasn't as good at either when I was doing both. you got to go all in with one, and I eventually did, and it changes everything. These officials have to go all in with one job. Uh, agreed. I, I mean, I actually am a little astounded by the comment. It's kind of tone deaf. It really is. I honestly think that comment there is only going to lead to us dissecting how wrong that comment was more. You know, if I was the NFL and I was their PR guy, I'd go, no, address the problem. We weren't perfect this year. There was issues. There was games won and lost, and people's jobs were affected by the refs, and we need to just say, yes, you know, hey, it's good, but certainly it needs to get better, and for all the reasons you just stated and the gambling and everything there. But come on, don't act like it's never been better. Get out of here. I've been watching football obsessively since I was, like, six years old. It was the worst year of refing ever. It's not even close. He also said the reality is our officials are held to an incredibly high standard. Will we try to get better? You betcha. You betcha. You betcha. Well, I hope they'll try to get better. But if it has never been better, how can it get better? You quickly go down a rabbit hole oh, of yeah. BS. just word salad. Right. I mean, come on. Acknowledge that there are flaws that we can spend money to improve, starting with full-time officials, embracing technology more than they do. Definitely. Come on. Get rid of the 10 yards of chain link and come up with a better way to determine first down. Well, There's so much they can do if they're willing to spend the money. Right. They're not willing to spend the money. It's just like we And it's okay about, for us to say it. They're not willing to spend the money. Well, yeah, and we want them to be better. It's, that's what we're doing it from a positive for the standpoint. good of the game. Right, the good of the game. Integrity and like we talked of the game. about with the, the NFC Championship game. Like, that should never be able to happen. Oh, wait, I, I hit a foul ball, but hurry up and pitch the ball so I can, nobody will call it as a foul and it's not yeah. a strike. Call or, the next play. Call but, the next play yeah, so we can get away the with The ball one. went out, but I'm going to serve real quick so you don't really know it went out. Like, come on. Why are we letting, like, basically borderline cheating the game go on? Fortunately, the show's ending, yeah. so we can't get in any more trouble yeah. for complaining about the things that Roger Goodell had to say today at his press conference. But you'll see plenty of posts about it at PFT. We'll be back tomorrow with a stellar guest list led by Justin Jefferson, the PFT Offensive Player of the Year, and an MVP final. Thanks for some of your time. See See you tomorrow.